do you, and you know what? Here's the other thing I forgot to mention. He said, you know what, man? I don't have Facebook on my phone. Let's just interact via text. And I was like, ooh, now no, I, no, no, we're no, going no, no. sidestepping no the platform. Number. No address. I don't have it on my phone. Fuck you, baloney. That is a serial. Report him to the FBI. Right. Well, no, I met him. And he really just oh, wanted God, a friend. Shit, I stepped on your fucking story. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. yeah let me record. Almost. Oh, thought I already could, hit it. Could have missed some gold in them, Nar Hills. Ooh. Uh, I was just saying, do you remember a movie, Hot to Trot? Hmm. The name sounds familiar. Goldie Hawn? That's what I, like, I was testing the mic and I was like, ooh, that's a little hot to trot. And then it was like, oh, like the movie. And then immediately in my head, I was like, it was starring John Candy and like a talking horse. I don't know if that's true. Mm-hmm. I didn't Google it. I didn't have time. If but like, died you know, too like, young. A, like a Photoshopped version of John Candy going, ooh, and then like a sassy horse. So... I think you're having a fever dream. He had a great interaction of... with the horse in Great Outdoors. <laughs> and him and Dan Aykroyd, yeah. that old nag you've been you've been riding. Um, he was in a movie called Going Berserk before he really hit because it came in my four pack, John Candy four pack, oh, John Candy. So you four. got Uncle Buck, Great Outdoors. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the next? What's the next big? Uh, Summer vague what's it? Summer yes, rental? Summer rental. And then I was like, going berserk. And it was I've like never seen nineteen eighty ones going berserk. John Candy, Eugene Le- Levy. I was like, oh fuck. It was Are they rent a cops in that? It, yeah, it is not I good. have seen that. Not I that's like a I saw that at like two o'clock in the afternoon on USA. Cause I was like, yeah. is that Eugene Levy? Is that John Candy? Is that Meg Ryan? And is that John Candy being the hunk? He was the hunk in the Yeah, he movie. was a little more slender. I, you know what? Canadian it, hunk. It was a Canadian bacon. But um <laughs> which is also another gem. It, it what it what it is to me now in retrospect is two guys that are on the up and coming they're doing sure, their own course. thing, but they don't have the pieces in place around them to make something mm-hmm. polished. So they sure. didn't quite have the money, but they also didn't have like kind of the notes and editors around. So they were just going gung ho, and they probably well, put you that and shit I out themselves. Know that like when it's like it's hot and it's popping, and you're in that scene, mm-hmm. like that movie seems like. They're like, we're comedians. We just barely missed the cut right? for SNL, OG SNL. Sure. And now we're doing SCTV, which is like the Canadian, what, I mean, I think SCTV is better than SNL. I would it's a, a, many... a, a packaged idea with a beginning and an end and a concept. Um, so you're like, cool, we're popping, but we're not famous Mm -hmm. and then someone comes up to you like hey you two cool dudes like at a party and it's like i'm making a movie and you're like fan (laughs) right i am canadian i am you know 
I'm Casey Van Heel from South Dakota. You said movie. I said, tell me when to tell be me there. where. Yeah, when and where. And then they just like set you up with like, I got the lights, I got the crane, I did this, I got the money from some Soviet oligarch. <laughs> Forget about that part. But we got money to make a movie, and you're like, shit, fuck it, I don't give a fuck. I'm in a movie. They and there is something to be said. Just about the era, like, because it wasn't... John Candy actually ended up... SCTV was very popular. Um, It did even cross borders early on, because I think even pre... John Candy hosted SNL very early. I want to say in, like, 1982 or something. And it was so apparently, like, the frenetics and the cocaine energy that came off it was kind of like going berserk where it was like everybody's like this is great this is good and then the people watching are like yeah but it doesn't come together i think i know what's going on in your head but because it was so weird and it could have started really cool because i'd never seen this done Mm -hmm. on snl because their opening sketch transitioned into him walking onto stage for his monologue cool very cool right and so wow like do that now yeah and they so what's interesting is like live from new york at saturday night came in his monologue and then they did the the opening credits i was like wow that was weird but it was not great he was playing like there's a few impressions that john candy never quite hit but really wanted to get right and i think this is mine he was like come on johnny baby I love you. You're fucking great. You crush. And he's like, no, no, no. I really want to nail this, you know, like Swedish Gordon ski G. instructor <laughs> yeah, is what it was. No. It was, it was, it was like an oh, accent man. where I, I kind of love it. Cause it, it actually was more like, uh, ethereal. Like this accent could come from South Africa or Greenland or right. th- this could be an Indian it's accent. The, the stock photo of, voices right for us as comedians and performers like and because he's canadian so he's like us we kind of we have that a nerdy patois oh yeah good you know like nasal sort of like you know fargoian sort of voice but that can easily pivot to blank so we get to do like the gobbledygook fake like you know, oh, I read money. Yeah, you can How fall you in doing, and out. Man? <laughs> he like, has one I of my favorite. Jamaican? He has one of my favorite parts in JFK. Oh and if you think about yes. it, you're like, what a choice he had. He did this it's like Southern jazz. What's up, Daddy O? Like really, like Bayou. And he's Cajun. red as a fucking <laughs> fire engine, I which I love. Yeah. He's got the whitest, lightest hair in the makeup they put on him. Shades. It, it you like it's one of those things. It's like any, like any good art because they don't address it. You're like, and because you and I are both nerds, you're like, fuck. It's J- it's the JFK movie. Fucking John Candy is in it, mm-hmm. and he's got this fucking crazy sunburn. Red face, and he's doing bye but a bop 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 daddy oh go go do 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 doing shit you've never seen him do before, and you're like, I can't stop myself. I need to go deeper. Tell me more. I need to. And your brain starts just going like, who's this guy? Right, and it starts taking you like, where's he been? Where's he gone? 
where are these but then also as an actor you're like oh where are these projects going like you always heard like confederacy of dunces like yeah. on the oh, fringe yeah. Yeah, and like yeah. these dramatic and you're like oh that could be just it's like how you get kind of flustered as a comedy nerd when you watch like a scorsese movie and you're like oh it's uh don, don rickles, rickles is crushing and he's not even being mean the way he's he's getting memed on yeah yeah so it's i love it i i love that stuff and he was great is in it. john candy the sunburn guy because wasn't that summer rental a big oh, thing oh yeah big great sunburn scene. horrible sunburn so perfect just yeah. passes out is the noxzema <laughs> which now as a dad i had a all constantly it's like case are you okay and i'm like yeah i'm fine just got got a rough ankle sunburn when that sunburn never never up, been sunburned on an ankle before in my life oh uh, that was fresh skin then yeah well, i noticed skins i got too much sun across the board so now i have really noticeable skin damage on my face so my crows and i got crow's feet that in the inside of those feet never seen <laughs> like a, a drop of sun but <laughs> so it's so apparent it's almost like peter chris style like cat fucking it's like it's, a dry it's, river delta like it's ugh. like a crow stepped in paint and did a jig on my <laughs> the side of my face it's the literal crow's feet kind of asshole who comes up what kind of maniac is like well you got their wrinkles looks like a crow's foot it's like Hey, Grizzly Adams, go back to your Fuck hole. You. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to drown you in this fucking mud and muck. And most of it's probably latrine muck, you fucker. What are you thinking about? We're tr- all just trying to live. Right. <laughs> uh. Nice face, idiot. I was like, you don't have legs. You've been <laughs> scalped multiple times, asshole. Like, what are you talking about? They, uh, uh, Ruby and I, like, one thing she likes to do before bed is take a picture. So we, I turn the camera around. We're left because I lay with her for a while, and we take a picture. And it's in the dark, obviously. So the flash comes on. That light gets into every oh, yeah. nook and cranny of this old man that's done a little too much hard living. <laughs> oh yeah, and I'm not that's even what... close yet. Not even close. Uh, take, taking those photos this past weekend, doing the Comic Con, like. Mm. Well, under those fucking beautiful neon lights, you're like, ah, that's where that, where did that young man go? Yeah, right. And when did the mummy show up? I was walking into the kitchen the other day and Meg's like, what is that? Is there something wrong with the air conditioner? Like, I was like, no, those are my knees. Like, they're (laughs) literally so loud. Yeah, it's like hot to trot. Like Hans, (laughs) what's two plus two? It's like my hoof clapping on the floor. Oh man, we're all destined for glue. Uh, yes, yes. I wonder. Oh no, like like I wake like Ash and I both wake up. I'm like, Ash, why am I so stiff from slumber? Why do my why does my hip hurt from sleep? Here's so our AC. When I want to ask you about your Comic Con. I'm sure you got stories, but our AC went out on Thursday. Today, we're talking on Monday. They can't get here till like one o'clock today. So Mm. we were like out and about moving and thank God it's not, I, this is crazy to say, but it was like 84, 85 degrees out. And down here that's saying, thank God it wasn't hot out. So, but it's like, uh, it's not the heat, it's the humidity, but just becomes like a hot box. So yesterday was 
pure slug day. And it got to a point like where like it got to be like one and I'd already like eaten like three Rice Krispie treats. Like I'd gotten into Ruby's like thing and I was like, oh, I already got into the sugar. Right. You're Today's done. To Today yourself. So right. I was like, it's over for me today. I'm going to go as hard as possible and tomorrow's a new day. So I ate like nine Rice Krispie treats, three power bars, hot dogs dipped in maple syrup. It was just like, it's just like, I'm going like, to eat I myself need- sad. And then <laughs> the girls had taken like the blankets off the bed and laid them on the uh-huh. floor and then put sure. them in a box, Get like put pillows in an cooler, old, a yeah. cooler spot, like just, as low as you can go. Well, that was, maybe that was their, their subconscious or, thinking. But I was so sick by the end of the day that I just used that box with a pillow in it as my pillow. And I slept on the floor last night with the dogs. And so <laughs> with the dogs. so stiff <laughs> this morning. It was so hard to get just to lift myself onto the couch to sleep. And that was even worse because then my pillow was the arm of the couch because I was too tired to lift a pillow on to the couch. So I had a rough night. Sleeping, oh, man. but uh, what was it? AC? No, that was like last week for us. It was like coming out of the COVID sort of sickness haze, mm-hmm. like, and then the week after we had uh, like people, oh, like we had just this very phonetic, like connect, like very busy weekend. Yeah, and it was just like Harvey was not. And because the in the weather and the heat and the activity, we're like sun's out. Let's go play. Like she would crash hard, just like you, and then spike and be like, "I'm up. It's two a.m." Oh yeah. Oh my god, what are you doing? (laughs) So like a week ago, it was just like anytime we'd pick her up off the couch, she'd fall asleep. We'd pick her up, take her to her bedroom. She'd wake up, and then one of us would have to be like, okay, cool. And by one of us, I mean most likely Ash have to like, okay, I'm going to lay in bed with you, and fingers crossed you fall asleep. Right. Or I guess it's three in the morning, and now we're, here we go. We're watching Chippendale. Um, uh, so that was what it was. It was like last Sunday. It was the same thing. It was like she fell asleep, and we were like, you know, like in that movie where you're just like, I don't, you know, I'm like Indiana Jones, and like. Do we pick her up? Do you leave her? Should we put a bag of sand about her size? I don't know. And it was like, you know what? Forget it. Let's just make a hobo bed and we'll mm-hmm. just like sleep out here. We'll all just sleep out here. Sure. And get a couple hours of sleep. And then if we spike, we'll just fucking, you know, hobo into the other room. And it was just one of those things. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just like a fucking drunk Frankenstein. Right. So I was like, eh, five in the morning, light, eh, whoo, TV, eh, just like shambling around. It was like, get some sleep, you old man. Yeah, I turned just my stiff, neck. cracks, hips, every, like my hips hurt now. Yeah, when your hips hurt, metal hips, Case. I turned my neck too fast the other day, and Meg was like, I know what you just did. I was like, I'm paralyzed. <laughs> I need a wheelchair. Uh, Stat. Uh, which would be great. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Oh, man, Case. Like, speaking of old man shit, like, I don't think, you know, like, the classic, 
dumb dad, old man is sleeping in a recliner. I I would rather go to Guantanamo. Then have to get like, out of a recliner. S- just sleeping in a recliner, Not like anymore. the idea of like, because I'm a I'm a roller, like I'm an active sleep, like sure. Fall asleep on your back, deep snoring. Of course, my throat's gonna be raw from just. Oh yeah. Deep pulls on that old snore, snore horn. But then to like saunter to the side and like you know cuddle. Like you're in a chair. Just go to a bed, dude. Yeah, and it's the visual. You leave your body and you picture yourself, and you're like, ah, oh, my kid's watching me cuddled <laughs> on awake. a chair, and it's <laughs> three in the afternoon. Me, 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 me. <laughs> Some sort of weird dream. I, uh, my father needs to be a titan, not this like pitiful little. <laughs> I'm asleep on a chair. I don't want. Yeah, I don't want to see my father with an afghan on. Watching, you know, New York crimes. <laughs> Using a fucking, his own hoodie as a blanket. Yeah, right. Because he was too lazy to get up to A, go to bed, or B, get a blanket. Or C, interact with me in a meaningful <laughs> way. Oh, uh, what was I going to, um, oh yeah, so super, oh, and on top of it all, case, wrestling news. It was the middle of the heat. It was late mm-hmm. Saturday night. We had a big yeah. festival on Saturday, like a medieval festival. Right, you guys festival. had the, the medieval festival, the Mead Fest. Mead yeah. Fest. It was busy. It was awesome. It yeah. was fun. But obviously, like it's you know, like when you're busy at a restaurant, you just start mm-hmm. and you don't stop till it's over, and yep. then you get home and you're like <sighs> done. So decided to turn on Dark Side of the Ring. Got the mm-hmm. new season. Mm-hmm. Haven't touched it yet. Oh, go click past episode two. one, click past episode two, go right to Ultimate Warrior. And Teddy Roosevelt once wrote in his journal, after both his wife mm-hmm. and mother died <laughs> in the same day, yes. he just wrote an X on that day, and he wrote, the light has gone out of my life. And that's what happened to me when I watched that 45 minutes of Sam. the Ultimate Warrior documentary. Right, right. Once I had a... That's what the oh, Ultimate that's Warrior a, promo that's sounds an like. Right. Sorry, I'm supposed to change. No, you're fine. I didn't know what she wanted. I, she on the sneak threw the dinosaur under my stool, and mm-hmm. then came in and went, uh, "Excuse me, hello." Are you just gonna sit on my that dinosaur all day? <laughs> Ash oh. had to. Harvey is in this mode. Of, fashion mode. She is very fashion forward cool. in her choices. She doesn't like pants, doesn't like shorts, she's oh, like dresses. Same, yeah. Same or my my parents got her this awesome sort of seventies like jumper that mm-hmm. has frills around the shoulders and then it ties. Cool. So she just basically dresses in fancy clothes. And you, like Ash and I, are Hobo t-shirt, oh, yeah. jeans, short, cut-off shorts, people. So she will like uh, wake up in her groggy state, and we're like, okay, cool, I'm making coffee, we're doing something, so let's go, no, no, you know. And I was like, me know what? Do you want breakfast? And like, no, no. And she'll just make you change. I can, I just picture you now, Casey, speaking of sunburns, no more sunburns because you're going to have, like, you ever see those pictures of guys at Coney Island in the 20s 
full three-piece suit, <laughs> yeah. the, the derby on. <laughs> Doffing that hat. Yeah, don't let her know you have a suit in that closet. Oh, dad! dad's wearing dresses all for days. Dad, no. And it's mostly a- Ash gets it the worst because she's like, I'm dressed up. You're dressed up. <sighs> Brutal. Luckily, Ruby, or not luckily, she 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 only wear dresses out. But when we're home, nothing, nothing. If she can, just, if she can get away with undies. nothing, yeah, just underwear, maybe a night, maybe just, just pajamas all day. Yeah. Um. Anyways, we were talking about the X, the day. Oh, the light is Teddy gone out X of my the life. Day. Hansi, oh. what was it? Two days ago, Saturday night. I couldn't even. I was oh, gonna. Of course, I was, it was a Saturday night. He took your Saturday night in the, the night broken air night. conditioning, no less. I looked like Warrior with the paint coming off my face because <laughs> of the tears and the sweat. <laughs> I was just so. Uh, I was. It's so interesting seeing him early on tag teaming with Sting. He's got a flat uh-huh. top and a handlebar mustache, and. Man, if his ex-wife wasn't trying to do the most PR work I've ever seen, oh, certainly man, an ex-wife ever do. for fucking day. Like, she should have just been like, he's a piece of shit. Like you're seeing everyone else tell you, this yeah. person is an asshole. But I saw a different side I, of him I have the, as the he cheated on me estate. constantly. And, and then you only know that Jake the Snake is like in a really good place of spiritual sobriety because he's like the war rest in peace warrior like the warrior <laughs> didn't fuck anybody over more than jake the snake you know what i mean than jake roberts uh, yeah but he like forgave and obviously can't forget but he was also somewhat of a champion for him just like kind of saying like you know when you get that big and you under it's like no fucking way he was it was so sad he to see. Was, and uh, as a, the backstory for anyone listening, we're talking about the Ultimate Warrior, who is we uh, maybe ten or so episodes sure. past talked about, and was just for us as kid kiddos like Superman. Oh, I'm on like, record as saying he was my favorite wrestler. Easily, he, it was the like Batman. Like, you know what? You know what? He's like popular. He's like the Wolf Wolverine. Right, the way people living, fucking yeah. just geeked hard and were like, "I'm a Wolverine, Stan. Wolverine's the mm-hmm. best. That's the Ultimate Warrior, like a gimmick that sold and went over the fucking moon. Yeah, back. through the roof quickly. And I bought in. You bought in. Oh, we all for bought sure. in. I was still buying in. I can still buy in when I. Well, I don't know. I haven't gone. It's it's now. It's going to be real hard to separate the two because the man. Jim Jurgens or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Jim Helgen, Helgwig, Helwig. Hel- it's Hel, yeah, it's Hel Helvig or Hel- Helvig. It's just as I, he is a human heel. Treated everybody He's a like shit. Day one. day one, just he's a what was he a bodybuilder from Georgia that Great. just was like, you know what, this wrestling thing seems easy. I got muscles, right. And they were like, cool, you do have muscles. And he was like the perfect man. He embodies the, which is unfortunate, it's like he embodies the problem with that era of wrestling and kind of wrestling, like professional wrestling in general, is it was like, cool, big man with muscles, go. 
Right. No, zero experience. Mm-hmm. Z- zero love for zero the medium and the art of the of wrestling. Zero respect for sure. And all he wants to do is fucking make money, become famous, and get the fuck out. Yep. Get but everything. He is yeah. fucking Jack, dude. Those and muscles, whatever they are, the ones on your shoulder behind your neck. I don't know what are they called lats? Maybe I don't know what right. they are. Is it traps? Which traps? Traps? Whatever the fuck it is, it is. They are so large. It looks right. like he's got. The, it looks. He looks like Bib Fortuna. It's like he looks like the drawings from '90s Image Comics. Yeah, like yeah. He has oh, yeah. these impossible weird neck muscles, and, and even when I doodle and draw like a muscle dude, I draw that crazy fucking shoulder neck muscle. Yeah, whatever it is, it's huge. And oh, it's just so it, like, it, and that is what it is. Like, it really sucks. Jim Cornette is a huge wrestling proponent of the art form, mm-hmm. the medium. So he yeah. hates the Ultimate Warrior, but because he embodies all that bullshit. Yeah, and but when I was a kid, I wasn't necessarily looking for that art. I was looking because for the hype that he gave me. They used him so well. Like he was so going to get well. over if if the Ultimate Warrior were to come out now. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would necessarily make it to a big, like big time television promotion, but he would make it on one of the lower tiers. Just looks alone, Danhausen, crazy, fucking manic energy yeah. that he has. Because that's like people still do what he did. They're like, "Cool, I, I'm strong. I'm gonna go do this." Sure. For example, like. But a very thoughtful version of the Ultimate Warrior is Batista. Uh huh. Yeah. He was a bouncer at a club. He was a a muscly guy, a sports guy, and then he was just like, "Oh shit, this wrestling thing!" Like, I think he was in Florida somewhere, so he was like, "Oh, wrestling's huge down here. I think I'm going to transition because I'm sick of fucking checking IDs at a door right. and bouncing drunk fools." I'm going to give this wrestling thing a try. And he went to a wrestling school and learned the trade. And now he's a fucking movie star. Yeah. Yeah. But it sounds like he has a good disposition and people right. like working like, with I'm him. I'm going to work with you. I want to work. Like he bought into, he was like, this is my way out. I want to make money. This is a way to make money, which everyone has to make money somehow. Right. But he, had a reverence for the work he put the work in and gave the work back and put people over and then you know what in turn they put his ass over and now he's dave batista that we know he's batista from marvel movies and i don't think he's you in dune yeah <laughs> blade runner you don't get oh like um you just can't get away with his attitude in today's era i don't think either like that sh- that made me so pissed off when i heard his interaction with Bobby Heenan and Bobby Heenan apparently had a bad neck from a previous match or something. So everybody knew that. So they didn't shoot with him or anything. They like took it easy. And he, that happened with, um, warrior. And he's like, now my problem, he fucked him up. That just sucks so bad. He is so every opportunity did not fucking, but also that just shows you the toxic nature of that company. Is because you know what would happen if that was a territory wrestling? 
and you hurt a guy like Bobby Heenan. Oh, yeah. And Bobby Heenan was a former wrestler who became like a talking head and then yep. a manager. And like, he's the guy that makes the show work. Bobby Heenan's the guy that provides the plot for the wrestling. Absolutely. So you don't want to fuck with that guy because he's moving the fucking story along. He's, he's juicing you. He's juicing you. He's a bad guy. You boo him. You throw shit on him. If you hate him, cool. You get over as a as a good guy. So, like, if it was anywhere else, they would have broke his fucking leg. Oh, for sure. He would have got worked mafia style. In, it would have been in the ring. And they would have fucking embarrassed his ass in front of a fucking hot crowd and have been like, look at you crying because I broke your ankle. And you should cry if someone fucking breaks your yeah. ankle. But Vince McMahon was like, this guy is a fucking ATM machine. Right. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to fucking cash. Let you keep spitting out cash until you don't. And then I and then he goes, yeah, get the fuck out of here. That story of him when Warrior was finally like, he would have got fucking smashed. Someone would have just been like King Kong Bundy would have just been like, I'm going to literally sit on your face until you almost die. Maybe that would have taught him the the right lesson. He'd have been around longer because he had. So many elements, but yeah, he was such a piece of shit. And finally, obviously, it caught up with him. And it's such a like, I was like, wow, that is such a perfect Jim McMahon story. Like, because even, or a Vince McMahon story, because even he, like, was like, nope, you started fucking with my money now. Because mm-hmm. Ultimate Warrior is like, I want the same pay. I want to, I want more than Terry. I want more than Hogan. I want this. I want Terry. the same merchandise. Nope. And so he said he was going to be the main. He was the main event at what was it? Uh, SummerSlam. I think it was. Yeah. Backlash. I, I forget. Uh, but either way, he finally like. It was one of the classic ones. Yeah. It was, it was he, SummerSlam, I think. You know, he finally like showed up, but he was threatening to hold it up. And he did the main event. And as he was Ultimate Warrior style running out, fucking Vince McMahon was literally waiting for him. As soon as he went behind that curtain said, good match. You're fucking fired and handed him his fucking pink slip. And it's just like, oh, wow. Man. And that's the thing. It's like it, and it gets into the comedy aspect of like being flexible and like you either like the art form and respect it or just fuck off. Like we right. talked about like that guy you worked for at the photo mat who was like, I'm going to an improv class and yeah, then we'll yeah. get on Mad TV and then we'll divorce my wife and then we'll be rich. And it was like, <laughs> yeah. you don't actually like comedy. You just hate your job so much. This You think this is easy. Right. You like you. Think you think what we do is fucking dog shit. Like, right. we dance for your peanuts. Mm-hmm. And that was his same mentality of just like, Oh, these big dumb idiots. This not an actual fight? Cool. I can fake fight. And it's like, no, this is a fucking ballet, you fucking idiot. Like, you need to protect me so I protect you. And ultimately, what did he want? You know I, what I mean? He, like, wanted, he wanted to be famous. That's it. Was he that even the says want? it. They have old clips of him talking and he's just like... Yeah, man, I just wanted to make that money and be famous. Because I know the like, money, yeah. Those are the most, those are like fucking fucking school shooters and people who go to grocery right. stores with fucking pistols. Like, people who say, I just want to be famous are the worst people on the planet. 
and people because he yeah. is a fucking miserable fucking asshole. I was like, and you know what else? And you know you can. It's a special breed, and I bet they were in the same neighborhood. It's those same people that want to be famous and then want money. They always end up with a mansion in Arizona. Air- it's always Air- fucking, fucking Arizona. Zona. Steven Seagal right next door to fucking. Because Steven Seagal doesn't care about acting. He doesn't care about no. martial arts. He just wanted to be Steven Seagal famous. And then I'm yeah. like, all right, Warrior, you're breaking my heart. You're breaking my heart. It's Please, hot. Man, I'm tears. But hero. I was like, I know what's coming is you go get inducted into the Hall of Fame and you go around to the wrestlers because I'd heard this in other like in like the Jericho podcast or whatever. You ask forgiveness. Yeah. And I was like, I know it's coming. But in the interim, before that comes, which by the <laughs> I time I get there, I was the like, no, so beautiful. I was like, you can't. Now that doesn't work for me because the ultimate warrior who wears the brightest colored skimpy briefs mm-hmm. and tassels yeah. and has his hair more teased beautiful. out than Axl Rose. Yeah. Mustang. Goes, he looks yeah. like a painting of a fucking Mustang. Goes on fucking social media when it finally becomes a thing and fucking shoots this cheating asshole by the way this uh adulterous fucking egomaniac attacks hogan for letting other guys fuck his wife as if he knows that's the thing and then really doesn't like fucking gay people and fucking uses just goes on this rant about to quote him queers and you're just like oh and then the next thing i see is he's at a fucking podium at a young republican's fucking conservative talking circuit in a suit fucking gross again flat top fucking gray mustache i was like i want to throw up right now you the the, that's the pivot like that's what i felt like i felt like the axis of the earth shifted because it was like such high reverence to like the antithesis of that like you are my enemy. Despicable. Now. Yeah, he's despicable. I despise I despise your image, which is so crazy. like that just goes to show you the fucking weird rottenness of his thinking is like he was so protective of the image he created. Yeah. And that's why he didn't get it. We talked about it before when we were just sort of oh, like pontificating on like yeah. why didn't he get over? Like, why didn't he pivot? Because you and I talked about, like, his gimmick was bright colors, bright tassels. It's all color. Sure. It's all this manic energy. And then we were like, easiest pivot is just go black and white and be bad, baby. Yeah. Oh, such a heel pivot. Yeah. And you don't even, it's like two degrees to the left or right. Two degrees away from where you are. You can still be the same character. Exact same character. But now we sick you like a dog. On the good guys, mm-hmm. like you fight good guys now, and because you're crazy, it would have been he terrifying. Do it, he wouldn't fucking do it, because he doesn't didn't have the foresight to think about. Because he was like, "No, my image. I'm." He wanted to be a human, like a living superhero, right? And he was there, and basically. he was for a hot second, but he didn't. He didn't have respect for the narrative either, which is now I love. Like it's like the monkey's paw wish. Like, mm. now the image of the Ultimate Warrior, which I used to hold in reverence, so that it's, like, just pure nostalgia. And I was like, that's that era of wrestling when I was a kid, and mm-hmm. it's just, like, pure good guy. 
you had a heel locker room and you had the baby face locker room. Good guys over here. Hogan and him are over here. Oh, man, it's so good. And it's like the image of it now is like a fucking seeing the Punisher skull with the Blue Lives Matter bullshit on it. Yeah. It has become the most toxic thing to me. Yeah, it is. It does feel toxic. Which is only befitting him because he was such a fucking asshole about it. Mm-hmm. About his image is now now it's dis- like it like put that on the bottom of a fucking latrine. Yeah, it's done. Like that warrior makeup, eh, fuck that shit. Yeah, it's hard. And he and it's funny you say babyface and heel because he also for me rested in this. He was like Alf for me. Mm-hmm. He might as well have been from Melmac. Like he literally was a right out otherworldly character. Yeah. It was perfect. He had it all. He had that he perfect like place. A masters of of the universe, yeah. human. Yeah. So it just fit so perfectly. Like you're just saying, it fits so perfectly in our spectrum because you're like, oh, cool. I gotta wake up early. Gonna watch He Man. I got wrestling tonight. Everybody, look. It, it's all. And you're reading comics, and mm-hmm. it's all these muscle bound weirdos, and it just destroyed he fit the mold so well. Except he was insane. Which is probably why he looked so cool, because you got to be a little bit insane. Oh yeah, for sure. Be that kind of meticulous bodybuilder to where you know the muscle in your like. Oh shit, I'm missing out on my my trap three. So then you get like a a four pound weight in your palm, and you're like. Eh, eh. Yeah, that trap three. That but and you're not just like the Hogan dad, where it's just like, yeah, pump them dumbbells, do a couple toots on the old bench press. And I was then go thinking eat a big about breakfast. that too, because all the like, the back, like the images of him without his makeup on, he was either working out or just got done working out or was about to go work out. Oh, I was like, big. what a boring fucking existence. And then the other times you're like, oh, and then the other times he's just. Like literally straight out of the wrestler dog and chicks while and they answer the phone while his ex wife calls. Wife is calling. Um, like, is my husband here? <laughs> they. Uh... <laughs> well, it, it goes back to I remember Ugh. watching a an interview with uh, uh, Alexander Sarsgaard. Mm-hmm. It was like on a Jimmy Kimmel or something, and he had just done that Tarzan movie. Okay, and as we all know the. Sarsgaard is just the he's a muscly dude. He's very attractive, Scandinavian sure. Viking muscle man. And he like you know, it was one of those toss off questions like was like, Oh hey, I know you're you're a hunk and you're muscly, like tossed it off and he has very it was really it was cool because it like humanized him to me, but he was just like you could see in his eyes. It was like PTSD. He was like, oh, yeah, I made um, did Tarzan's coming out, you know, whatever. And the crowd goes, ooh, cool, Tarzan, great. Mm-hmm. He's like, so, yeah, I had to um, do a couple week uh, weeks of reshoots. Um, so I ate um, half a chicken breast every day. All right. Ugh. Worked Ugh. out for six hours mm-hmm. and then waited until I got to eat another half a chicken breast and broccoli florette like it was just this very he was very frank and he was being very congenial about it but he was like literally like he was like a racehorse 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They locked him in a stable and they were like, this is what you get. You eat this and then you work out. And then you come back and pretend to be Tarzan. And then you go back to your stable, Sarsgard. Lash, lash, lash. And he just had this like, I just, uh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, being a movie star is cool. Mm. That's, uh, yeah. Rather just be, like you said, the Bolea. Just give me that barrel if I got to do. If I gotta put a little shot in my arm once a month and get Just a little give energy, a give me an empty keg and I'll pretend it's full, and then I'll pump that keg. Yes, Ooh, exactly. Just really sell that it's heavy. Ooh, this is a full keg of beer that I'm drinking when I'm done. How good was? And we can cut because everybody's been like, "Oh my god!" All right, <laughs> we get it. You love the warrior now. You've hurt your feelings. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, when they're talking to Jake Roberts. And so the same, so Jake is finally going to get, he's got his, they, they Mm -hmm. timed the warrior. They're going to take him. He's going to get his championship run. He's going to get, get his shot for the strap. Finally. Which is you as a heel. You're like, time. He is put me next to this hot guy. I gets me over to the fucking other half of the crowd, which was you and I was like, Oh, I love as much as I love me a baby face. Oh, I love a good heel. Cause I feel like, Oh, oh, it's a good villain. A good villain. Can't beat it. And so he's like, fuck, I'll sell a shit ton Gonna of finally make some money, right? Because he's been on the oh, road. Yeah. And so the same, he's waiting backstage because they probably had a promo to do, him and Warrior, because Warrior just came off one of the, big, the biggest match of the year, right? And mm-hmm. Vince McMahon hands him his pink slip, turns to Jake Roberts and says, you must be the most unlucky son of a bitch of all time. And fucking walks away because he lost that fucking year's paycheck, probably multiple years paycheck right lost his shot and you're looking at possible pay-per-view matches where they're gonna let you win right oh yeah the, in the storyline just to keep that tension is like you as the villain and gotta get you gotta get some licks in to keep it sexy to keep people in the story motivated so, so how did that happen oh all right maybe we sh- so there's those amazing promos mm-hmm. warrior snake Undertaker, yeah. right? Did yep. Warrior ever have the match with? Did they ever get to that point? And then was it going to be the shift? Because remember, Jake healed. Tr- he was working with the Warrior, and then he was secretly was with Undertaker. Is that the same time? Is that when they s- did the split and fucking Warriors out, and that whole storyline ended? Because I don't remember yeah, the I Warrior think Undertaker they were match. Probably angling for a WrestleMania match. That's I mean, because what else could it have do, been? It used to be the two big pay per views. It would be WrestleMania and Summer SummerSlam. Slam. Yeah. So those are the as a writer and storyteller, those That's are what you're you're, leading you're to. building towards. Those are your payoffs, your your ebbs and flows. So you're like cool. You're swinging around. So I think they were building towards like a probably the third match on WrestleMania or two, possibly. Ugh. And then when they fired him, you that means you as a performer, like let's say you're an actor or a stand-up comedian, you do your bit and you're like, I think I got it. I think I finally got the character or I finally got this like 15 minutes. It's crushing. And they go and they just fucking take it from you. And they're like, you got to start from fucking scratch. Right. They're, you know what? So you have to come up, and the writers also are in, like, I don't know what to do with you. So then you, as Jake the Snake, the performer, 
have to come out on I probably it was Monday night, probably when they still it was Monday night raw. I was like, cool, come out Monday with something. And you're like, I have to start cold? Yeah, right. With somebody? Which is also not fair to the other performer, because you're like, okay, so you and I got to come up with something tonight? And it's not just cold? It's not just cold. It's uh, There's no nonsensical, because you've been leading yes. up to something else, and then that's gone. So everybody's like, yes. wait a minute, like... How do the two storylines relate and they don't? You're just right. like, fuck, I'm fucked. And, you and know, it it's like you got Hansi K, Frywald, the dynamite kid, doing something over here. And then all of a sudden they're like, nah, it's you and Jake Roberts. So you're like, no, but I was working on an angle against these people. And they're like, no, no, he's just going to come out and uh, throw a snake on you for absolutely no reason. Still get me hot. And then you're going to be like, I'm mad at you because you, I was fighting with Coco Beware. We had a good bit going. And then all of a sudden it's the Snake Wars. And then everybody's just like, I don't care. Like that's the the best and worst part about wrestling is because it is so mercurial. Yeah. And that shit happens like that all the time. People get injured. People quit. People get fired. That if you are a narrative, because it is a narrative thing despite Absolutely. the physicality it like that narrative part of your brain just goes but wait what yeah yep i was on that oh oh, uh, i gotta start it's over. like the plane crash in uh um uh what the fuck walter white show where everybody's like where the fuck did that come from and then he right, uh, vince gilliam that. talks about like we really try not to write ourselves in a corner but it does happen because they were yeah. going with the, like, they, they like, I kind of had an ending in place, but I got to get there. Mm-hmm. And I kind of have these, like, conclusions, but I don't know how I'm getting there. And sometimes they write themselves yeah. into a pretty tough spot. kind of And then, yeah. obviously, that happens uh, in wrestling. Why didn't they ever have, did Jake the Snake Snake ever kill Coco Beware's parrot? No. That would have been good. Easy. That's right there. Boom. Animal guy versus animal guy. One animal dies. Imagine if it was the parrot. Parrot kills snake. And what about... Yeah, I was just going to say, he comes back... Snake with becomes a, baby Comes face. back in the rafters with a hawk. Takes his snake away. <laughs> How good would that have been? Or for a promo. That would have been amazing. Coco's got that macaw. And for those of you listening who don't know, Coco Beware was a super gimmicky wrestler. Straight up, like, from the... Cari- like, they were like, oh, you're a, a person of color. Where yeah. are you from? And he's like, oh, my my oh, ancestors God, yeah. are from, like, Trinidad, Tobago. They're like, cool. Uh, you are a human parrot that has a parrot. Cool. <laughs> Go to the ring. Go fight people. <laughs> oh, God. I've seen them do worse uh, he had with African-American ha- he turned to wrestlers. Hawk? Yeah. It would have been great. Uh, oh, fuck. You have to become a falconer. They would have. I'm not going to pay you more, but you need to learn how to harness the hunting prowess of a falcon. I'm sending you to Saudi Arabia. That would have been, that would have been, that would have worked. Saudi Arabia. Fuck, I just totally, people don't want, I was like, ooh, I got a good storyline. But you know what, people, guess who's, speaking of Mm storylines, last episode, y'all might notice, the title is Adolf Lundgren. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, 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 no. Adolf's real name, and we're not talking Hitler here. We're talking Lundgren. Hans, baby. Hansler. 
Hansler. <laughs> Hansler Dolph Lundgren. And I, I that's funny because like that's my name, and I'll look. I've tried. I, the the joy I got is Just it's up pop, there. Yeah. Ruby's birth. Dell's birth, <laughs> finding out an action star that I loved in the eighties name is my it's, name. That's my name. <laughs> um, but I was like, I stared into his eyes, and I was like, I just can't see it. I can't see a Hans. You're not a Hans. He, I can't see he, it. He tossed it off. He didn't carry the wa- the Hans water. But say he has no respect for the name, just no, like Warriors, he, no respect for the game. If you cast it off, then you cast it off. Yeah. No, I can't imagine because you you have a you Hans is the name you know like we always got when we worked at Starbucks like oh it's Hans you must, you're his best friend you must be Franz right you know Speak you have German? that kind of, and like Casey they're like oh you at the bat oh sunshine band no that never somebody went you at the bat oh yeah all, all the time yeah. That's madness. I mean, to those me. people have slowly died off. Like they, I, I get it way less than I used to. But there <laughs> was a stupid. hot moment. Wow. When it was like, moment. oh, like at the bat or the sunshine band? Like those were the two. Those are the tandem. I would make them recite that old nineteen thirties Or the reason that I I mean, other than like I don't really care for their music, but the fucking uh Grateful Dead, they'd be like like Casey Jones at the stick. I was like, oh yeah, like the train driver. They're like, nah, nah, like the dead, dude. I was like, no, dude, dislike. Hard you pass. should be dead. <laughs> Grateful Dead. Except How? for, our, and then uh, of our era, I get, I get old Casey Jones, the ski mask fucking turtle. Nothing wrong with that. Well, Casey no, Jones. No one had. No one has ever said, "Well, like Casey Jones from Ninja Turtles." I wish. I for wait shame. for that day. None. I, I wish. Uh, your name was Donatello. Now, I'm, now I'm going to find there's a, there's a serial killer named Casey somewhere. Oh, What's the problem, Casey Anthony? Oh right, there we go. Yeah. All right. Never mind. That and that person would become your best friend. Name. They'd be like, "Oh, Casey, like Casey Anthony." You'd be like, <laughs> "Yes, let's discuss. Let's discuss." <laughs> Because you know okay. that person's an Ultimate Warrior fan, and you can, <laughs> like, from now on, any wrestler that's just, or any kid that reveres wrestling, or any adult that was a kid that revered wrestling, you can destroy mm-hmm. their day. You say, yeah, oh, you like wrestling in the 80s? You know anything about Ultimate Warrior? Oh, he's my favorite. Have a seat. Not anymore. <laughs> so you get to tur- you get to ruin kids' childhood. Right, yeah. Like, portions of it. You can if you want. You harness this power, like <laughs> you're the now. warrior. My edgelord power is just like lightning crackling between Ultimate my Ultimate Warrior hates gays. Dolph Lundgren's name is Hans. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs> I can't wait. That's our new meme. It's like Ulti- <laughs> Dolph Lundgren's name is Hans. And everyone's like, nope. Cancel. Cancel him. And you're like, why? It's just Hans. He's like, because he's a liar. Yeah. Yes. He he's a traitor to the his name. His God-given name. I love how he's like, no, Hans is a little too German. That's what they called. <laughs> so that's dull. what they called Nazi soldiers on the front lines. I don't want to be associated with that. I'll go with Adolf. <laughs> uh, Dolph. No, no, no. It, Casey, I, I feel you like. You can't change your first name to Mangala. You're right. I'm yeah. Mangala Lundgren. Just call me Mangle. Good wrestling name. Oh, good. Yeah. Mangle. Ooh, that is a good. 
Mang. It's Mangle a single Lundgren. name. Mangle. No, just Mangle. Bring out Mangle. Because you can get mangled. Mangle. But you can't mangle. Yeah, you can mangle someone, right? You can mangle. To, can you mangle? To mangle. Yes, you can. To mangle. Sounds you like a mangle. very. I like love a... that I phrased it like a dictionary so it sounded like a real word. Yes, to mangle is a word, right? Because it sounds like it's in the dictionary. It kind of sounded like stereotype. Like, what are you trying to mangle me here? Um, <laughs> said something odd, something unfortunate about it. Uh, mangle. Where were we going before we got caught on mangle? To mangle someone? I don't Single name. Dolph. Uh, we were just I talking about people know. who besmirch our good names now. Speaking of b- besmirch. Oh, serial killers. I yeah. may I may have sold a pasta maker to a serial killer through Facebook Ooh. Marketplace. You tell me if this would get your the hairs on the back of your neck like uh-huh. concerned about selling a fifteen dollar pasta maker. It's got a got an imperial uh, nice pasta maker. Mm-hmm. They go for yep. seventy five eighty on the market. Sure. I still got the box. So you're low ball. I'm selling and the Just box. Give me fifteen. I think I started at twenty five. I got down to fifteen. So guy gets back to me. He's like. Hey, would you ever consider, because I always, I don't let people, I don't meet people at my house when I'm selling shit on Craigslist or whatever. There's a Starbucks yeah. around the corner. I always put that address when me at Starbucks. Um, yeah. So Good I was idea. like. Great idea. Uh, he's like, you know what? I'm too lazy to cross the bridge. I live in Charleston. Uh, you ever in Charleston? Maybe you can just drop it off. I'm like, eh, I don't oh, like that. <laughs> uh, come to my home. And then I'm like, well, you know what, though? I do drive through Charleston every day. So I was like, maybe he doesn't want to go over that bridge. I drive by this grocery store. I said, hey, tell you what, I drive through Charleston a lot. You just want to meet on the other side at this grocery store. Yeah, I think I can do that. And then he starts typing in German, speaking of names. And I'm like, translate. It's like, mit Taga, Thurstaga, whatever. Meet me Thursday. So he's sending you German messages. Sending me German messages. And the whole here, time uh, or just now? You said just he, now? He goes or... English to German. This is the first time I've seen the German. And yeah. then I was going to meet him on Thursday and I couldn't. So I was like, can I do Friday? Let's do Friday. Uh, more German. for a fucking and then, uh, 15 bucks, that right? Is but I'm like, it's on my way. That's like working an hour <laughs> at Chick-fil-A. And then, then I'm like, this motherfucker is going to like spray me with like Iceman arsenic spray or something yeah. like like I'm gonna end up, and he's like, "I'll tell you what, I'll park under the sign." I'm like park under the sign. I'm like, under I'm fucking sign? going in. I probably gotta buy. I'll something be wrapped in, in complete Saran wrap right. and have a a tiny pistol taped to my forehead. Then keep looking. I'm the guy behind him. I <laughs> so finally, I'm like, all right, I'll meet him. I'm like, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna get there a little early and be inside and be like, I'm actually inside around people buying formula or something. <laughs> And, uh, oh, you're one of those formula hogs. That's why the, we have so much problems. But he gets back to me. He's like, I'll tell you what. We can either do $15 or we can meet for a beer at Salty Mike's. I'll throw it in for you. And I was like, ooh, oh no Lord fucking way. I was like, that oh, is an a crushed volume in my Even brew. Even if you still were a man that drank... Oh, yeah. I would be like, Hans Freiwald, please do not go let this guy buy you drinks. No. I was like, and then I was like, no, he's just lonely, right? He's just super. Like, I was like, this is a, I need a friend. 
Like, <laughs> you're, like now I'm picturing you dressing the pasta maker up in a nice wig with a little like a nice sheen of lipstick and like, oh, yeah, meet me at Salty Mike's in 15 minutes. And then you just prop the box on the bar, put some pearls around its neck and he comes in. Well, hello. <laughs> nice to see you. As he gets a quick, you know, one of those quick pricks of uh, some kind of prick. Of, uh, Can I buy medicine. you a drink? Yeah, buy you a drink. No, no, no. I want to sell mics. you one of my old things. <laughs> exactly. Hey, man, uh, would you like to come to my graduation? No, no, no. Because no, then no, I'm no, going no. to my head. I'm going, who's searching pasta makers? The only reason I put it up is kind of like vintagey, like nice. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's a nice piece. But I was like, who's buying that shit? This is getting weirder and weirder by the minute. Oh, no. So I'm You're like, right. rain check who's on searching- the beer, my dude. Vintage pasta makers, and then also going, mm, maybe I can get this for a song. And I was like, and now I'm just picturing, it's like fucking Fargo. Like, now your foot is sticking out of the pasta maker, because he's like oh, Peter right. Starmare, and he's shoveling you into the pasta maker, and he's like, a two for one. Do you, And you know what? Here's the other thing I forgot to mention. He said, you know what, man? I don't have Facebook on my phone. Let's just interact via text. And I was like, ooh, now no, I, no, no, we're no, going no, no. sidestepping no the platform. Number. No address. I don't have it on my phone. Fuck you, baloney. That is a serial. Report him to the FBI. Right. Well, no, I met him. And he really oh, just wanted God, a friend. Shit, I stepped on your fucking story. No, shit. no. He, uh, so here, how do you think? So I was like, no, 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 I can't do the beer. Did you man. meet him on a park bench with a, <laughs> like a French newspaper? Yeah, he showed me the newspapers like JFK <laughs> in Sweden was killed an hour before the shot rang out. Um, oh, but so, nope, met him at the grocery store. And this guy definitely wanted to talk and chatted. Nice enough fella. He's like, my wife tried to make lasagna with box pasta. P.U. Anyways, but literally he wanted to talk. Casey, I I blocked the drive, the traffic with my door still open, like getting out to get the money. Like my, like in the, you know, the parking lot, you pull in to drive. Like I didn't even pull into yeah. a parking space. I just stayed in, in the, the lane. With yeah. the door open, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." He's pulling out crinkled dollars, and I was like, "No, don't worry, I got, One, I got, I got two, change." <laughs> three, literally like four, five, like, you six. Oh shit, I got started. Did I say six? I meant seven. I better. Start. I was just One, waiting for two. you know Ted Bundy. He did have a cast on, and <laughs> we're just gonna a mask. say that his wife puts a fucking rucksack over your. I was head. thinking that. I was like everything, but still, like, so I put myself all the. The bells are going off. Mm-hmm. An old cheap dad is like, I can, I can either drop this off at Goodwill or I can go out of my way to make 15 bucks. It's a win-win. <laughs> right. I could have ended up in a fucking <laughs> just have a basement. fucking hook for a hand now because you shook your hand and then cut it off with a machete. Right. Exactly. <laughs> this belongs to me now. No, and I was like, but you know what was even more, what I was more worried about? Because it happens to me so often. Not the fact that I could end up in a sleeping bag, you know, hanging from a rafter. It's, <laughs> this guy's going to right off the, the jump chrysalis. speak German to me, and I'm going to have to have the explanation. Like, no, no, it, it, Nick Sprecke Deutsch, and I know my name, so I was like, I don't want to have that fucking, because this guy wants to German. sit and have a beer and talk German. 
He's got it. He, and then he and wants to eat my penis. Fucking young, young Nazi knife, young Hitler youth knife in his hand. So willy nilly. No, it's a letter opener. It's fine. Don't worry about it. He had beautiful New Balances, Stonewash. This guy is using that pasta maker right now. <sighs> Making a nice hey, ziti. Oh, my wife box pasta. What a hag, am I telling you? Oh, Schwanzi, Megansi, ba-da-da-da. And you're like, what? Where does a German come from? She doesn't understand German. As a head rolls out of his passenger seat. <laughs> oh, t- <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's a replica. I make Halloween decorations. You see. Oh, God. And then I had another guy. This made me even more upset. I uh, He was trying to haggle me over an old surfboard I had. And I was like, nah, I can't meet you there. And I was like, this guy. I'm going to lose my life over an old surfboard. This guy got me burned so. I was like, this son of a bitch. He said, no, I can't do it, ma'am. And then that was the last interaction I had. I was like, that son of a bitch ma'amed me. Don't you ma'am me. He's trying to get. Oh, yeah, nice price. Thanks, ma'am. I can't. I can't tell you the amount of deals I've let fall through over $5. I was like, 55 is my limit. I'll do 50. I'll do 60. (laughs) And they're like, nah, I can't do it. I'm like, then we ain't doing business. Then we're done. We're done talking. (sighs) Oh, God. That's why you got to get that German speaking serial killer in your camp. Oh, he's in. We're friends until he listens to this. Sick him on this guy. Oh, you call me, ma'am? Hey, uh, Jeff. This guy's got a nice pasta maker in his house. And that becomes your code word is like, uh, he's got a discount pasta maker and he just zips his fucking sex mask up and gets in his fucking hot rod car. A pasta maker is a very, this is like a nice heavy metal pasta. It is a very visual torture device Mm -hmm. now that I think about it. He just got a lot of skins. Just putting fingers in it. Nice leather. He's a leatherman. He works oh, with a lot of leather. I mean, like, yeah, Ooh. I hope he's at least a... I like this pillow. Too many nipples, though. Yeah, Too many of... nipples on this pillow. Get to my man. ear. <laughs> Just this fucking, like, Nipple jerky-ish pillow. nipple. You're like, ugh, ugh. What, um... Anything... You got any fun stories from the uh, con? Uh, yeah, I got a couple, and it was, like, all when we got there. Uh, so it was like one of those things. It was in a classic. It was on the fairgrounds, okay, in Ohio State. It is like one of the first state fairs, so it has a very like this crazy sprawling complex for the the fair. So it's in this, uh, and all I could think about was just like this would be a place to see a fucking punk rock show, okay? Because it looked like the where it was, you know, it has that barn ish feel. But it was built in the 50s, so, like, that's where Buddy Holly played. You know, it's got this giant old stage with the thick-ass curtains. Cool. And it had a... It was so funny, because I was like, oh, shit, amazing. So where the bathrooms were, you go out, and it's this sort of cavernous thing with all these benches, and it has this very regal portrait. And I was like, that's the portrait to go with. That's the one I want hanging in my grandchildren's house it's just that like you're in a suit but you got the book oh book, yeah big sure. old open book i read i i'm a man of letters but they're all backwards and upside down like that would be mine i would do it paint me with a book but the book is upside down 
And it's clearly he doesn't know, read. Insert worse, you know. It's... <laughs> and then there's a, a a dirty magazine falling out of the book. That's pretty funny, actually. That's great. Uh, but no. So I walked out. I was like, oh, cool. And it turns out it was like this building is dedicated to the guy that invented 4-H. Oh, interesting. Basically, like 4-H was created in Columbus, I guess. As I found out from the plaque, because I'm the guy that's like, ooh, great portrait. Ooh, plaque <laughs> with information. Thank you. Excuse me. I'm reading. Sphere um, Hans. That's what it stands <laughs> so, for. <laughs> uh, so then it, like, we were setting up and getting stuff ready, and I was like, this is a fucking JP bit. If ever I was like, the comedy gods have landed in Columbus. So I go and it's one of those old like stadium bathrooms with the fucking crazy industrial porcelain urinals. Sure. And I go in to use the bathroom and I <laughs> had to like bite my tongue because I was like, oh shit. Because it's not just like the classic guy in stall farting really loud. Mm, okay. So you hear the like the. <laughs> of course. Yeah, sure. Classic. This dude was like fucking Harpo Marx. <laughs> like, I went to use the urinal, so I'm at the urinal and I just hear, ah, oh, jeez. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I was like, uh oh, this guy's in trouble. And then I hear like a rustling and then like a clang. And then the honk of a horn, you know, like it just becomes like a vaudeville act. Sure, sure. Because oh, jeez, oh, oh. And then like I assume what was his phone like falling out of his oh, pocket? Oh god, yeah. And then maybe another. No, no, oh no! <laughs> like I heard no farty sounds, which was what what which was what was cracking me up is like I heard every other sound. Like he was trying to shove a man into a pasta maker. I was just what it sounded like, and just like rattling of feet and all of these like weird sounds. I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here because he was just the sad like, ah, ah. I'm calling the paramedics, dude. I uh, there, there's a dude we grew up with. Um, why, why can't I think of his last name? But um. What his Zach Zach Moses? I'll, I'll mm-hmm. like his thing. He loved oh, to do, yeah. and now in retrospect, he's the ultimate warrior because it's such a horrible <laughs> thing to do somebody to somebody. He would hard kick stalls open as people were taking shits, and that's a horrible thing Ooh, to do to that's anyone. The Rubicon man. That's what you fear. That's you always mm-hmm. give the second jiggle on the lock. All right, it's locked. But somebody kicking through it? Or oh, man. You, I think it was probably because of him. If I shit in public, I put my foot up on the door. Of course. To I, keep it I'm from being kicked move. open by the fucking Joker. But the way he would kick it open, that would have broken your fucking ankle. Just hard kicks. Uh, yeah, so that was, I was just like, what a great bit. Just a guy in a stall with... Honka, honka, honka. Clatter, a lot of silverware. Oh, jeez. Sounds oh, like no. a, it sounds like a um impractical Joker's bit. No, it does. It really like I was like, this is too funny. Except it's real, and this guy's really having a something is like an th- issue. a lot of sighing. There was a lot of like, oh, Jeff. 
<sighs> he just watched <sighs> the <sighs> Ultimate Warrior doc. <laughs> he was watching it in the, on, on his the phone, phone, and then no. he dropped the phone in the toilet. I don't blame him. Uh, no, the the con was good, and like, it's one of those things. It was again in the setup, like you make mortal enemies, and then you make great friends, and then you sure. make mortal enemies. Um, because we were setting up, and Harvey just really did not want to deal. Like she just was like, "I'm not into it." Yeah. So we're setting up the table, bringing stuff in, and then it's all set up, and she's like, "Nope, now we leave." Uh we dad you've dropped all your garbage off at this giant garbagey looking place good leave it and i was like no 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 we're gonna stay we're gonna stay and then we brought the switch and we had the ipad and so you're just like you you we're out of here sure i don't like these people i don't like it i don't go so ash is doing a phenomenal job she set up the table it's fucking beautiful yeah it was and i yeah. was like um Cool. I'm going to the car, coming back, going to the car, coming back. Just doing my dumb dad, like, light on my feet. What can I do? What can I do? What yeah, get set. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. They got a concession stand. And, of course, the con started at 10, and Harvey got up at 5.30. So we've been up for five fucking six hours. Sure. Before it starts. And she had already had breakfast way in the wee small hours of the morning, and I was like, you know what? Always a hit. Always calms you down. She's probably hangry. A nice soft pretzel. Mm. She loves her a soft pretzel. So I see they got a concession stand. Soft pretzels are in. They made the announcement on the PA. Hey, concessions are there. They're open. And then they do the dumb dad like, and they got coffee. Oh, the yeah. concessions are open. And I'm like, cool. I'm going to go get a coffee. And I'm also going to get a soft pretzel to calm my kid down. Because mm-hmm. she just does not want to be here. So I go in and like, I'll take a coffee and um, soft pretzel. And of course, and I can't blame her. She's my mortal enemy, but I can't blame her because she works a concession stand. Sure. As part of conglomerate on a fairgrounds. She just goes, yeah, no, not done. I was like, what do you mean not done? She's like, just put them in. I was like, okay. All right. And I was like, what do you like? She's like 15 minutes. Like, all right cool i'll be back in 15 minutes i guess all right so we bring the coffees and then ash is like what the fuck's going on and i was like pretzels aren't done just put them in put them in where minutes. in the i'm the fucking the slow thing, ass right? roaster on the hooks it's a it's a fucking mr softy pretzel it's the yeah. pretzels we've all done. eaten at any shitty event we've ever been at yeah so unless they're frozen fucking rock solid they're fucking right. done right so she puts it there, and I'm like, they, she said they weren't done. So we keep setting up, like meeting people, saying hello, meeting people. Harvey's getting more antsy, getting more antsy, getting more antsy. And I go back, I'm like, all right, cool. I, t- t- this moment is the perfect time for a pretzel. Perfect time for a sure. pretzel. Sure. Go back, and I was like, hey, can I get a pretzel? Uh, nah, not done. I was like, uh, okay, what do you, not done? It's like they're not they're not ready. They're not ready. And I'm like, fuck, dude. Fuck. All right, come back, come back. You know, like again, set up, do more, do more. And like it's fucking been 90 minutes right. by the time we go back. So the most done pretzel ever. And I was like, it just needs to be warm. Just room temperature. I don't give a shit. So go back. 
And now there's like a little line. I was like, it has to be fucking ready. It just has to. Like, I need to will this into existence. Like, I need this pretzel to buy me a half an hour so my kid can just, like, chill. Sure. And, like, it's a little line. So it's a guy in front of me and then me. And this guy's he's got his coffee and he just I watch him fucking just in that creamer you know, in there. It's classic the shitty fucking setup. Like oh, yeah. it's just coffee mate jugs, two coffee yeah. mate jugs, and then your powder creamer. Sometimes that's just and right. Just watch this dude fucking like a fucking waterfall of that the French vanilla creamer. Oh, so just, sweet, yeah. <laughs> Like the coffee's erupting out of it like a fucking volcano. And then he goes, um, any stir sticks? <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? And so the woman goes, stir sticks? Uh, behind the curtain. Slowest curtain open. Clatter, clatter, clang, clatter, clatter, clang. Sticks her head out to see if the guy who's waiting for a motherfucking stir stick is still there. Still waiting. I'm still waiting for my stir stick. So she goes, okay. Goes further back. Just literally comes out with one of those packaged like knife fork spoon sets and goes, will this work? And he's like, I guess. Two stirs throws the whole fucking thing away. away, It's already mixed by the weight of the pump that you put in it. Just fucking drink it. Drink it. Fucking drink it. And then the guy in front of me, same thing, like coffee. It takes fucking forever. I'm like, can I finally please get a pretzel? Don't think they're done yet. Oh god! Can I just can, can I just have one? Can I have one? She's like, probably not hot. And I was like, I don't care. I don't care. Take this fucking three dollars and give me that fucking salty ass pretzel. And it was fine. It was perfect. Of course she it was. Just it was one of those things we kept meeting, and I kept coming back, and she just was like, I'm going to tell this guy no. She's like, that's my guy until today. he can't take it anymore. Right. Whether it's subcon, like she has a shitty job, I get it. I you, you were just her sometimes. pick for the day. She probably wanted. Just like, she probably just give me a fucking pretzel. She was. I think it was probably was like, what sort of serial killer wants a soft pretzel for breakfast? Nah, I think she wanted to be person of merit. She saw you got a cool, you know, you got a happy wife, happy life. You got a kid. You're setting up. You're doing what you want to be doing, and she's serving pretzels, and she's like. That guy's not getting a fucking pretzel because I need something today. That stir stick guy. Stir set her stick off. guy. That stir stick guy set her off. I think stir stick like, guy brings me none of you guys get anything you want today. Right. I think. And but I, I, think I bought like thirty dollars on coffees from her. Of over course. The course of two days because I was always back and I was like, Nikop, like. Eventually, I softened. At first, I was like, "You're my fucking mortal enemy." I'm gonna get. And I will destroy you. Or I wonder. And then I was like, "Yeah, you have a shitty job. I, I get it. Like I, I've had this this job before. I'm gonna get you. Are you allowed? I wonder if you're allowed. You might make too many venue enemies. I should get you a carafe 
you offer free coffee like the bank. I've joined a bank for free coffee before. Ooh. I was a Chase member because on the corner they had a Chase. And two corners away they had my bank, like mm. Citibank. But I joined Chase because yeah. they always Cause had, had free, free coffee. Just coffee. Not look- a bad idea because Ash and I were just, we were like having done two days of the con. We were like reminiscing about doing old cons. And we, the first Comic Con that I ever did was the first one we did together and it was in Portland and we mm-hmm. had three issues of civil four. Sure. And basically the reason we got it was because my, our friend of the pod and friend to us, Maxime, mm-hmm. uh, he was like, Hey, I bought a table at Stumptown comic con and I can't go. Do you and Ash want to take the table? And of course, you know, like, back with no kids new york i'm like oh, of course shit I've, i'll quit my fucking job to fly to fucking to go Portland, like, yeah right to work a comic con with fucking nothing yeah so we ended up having like a corner like two giant tables like giant <laughs> with, tables yeah, i love it with i love it the least amount of stuff so we show up and we're like holy shit i have literally three issues of a comic of one yeah one art so we're both like snap to it go to fucking Dwayne reed the Dwayne reed in portland get a bunch of shit get like scrim american flags everywhere flags 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 we i printed off in the comic book just as a funny gag for an edition in the comic there's pages that are paper dolls and i was like i'm printing off paper doll pages Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm selling paper dolls for two bucks. We cut out paper dolls and make this like diorama on a table. And then Ash was like, got it. We need mints. So you got this giant thing of those crummy, softy mints. The star mints. The chewy, the powdery star mints. Yeah. Star mints. They're called red something. Yeah. Red Red birds. They were. Because they were red, white, and blue. We're like, fuck it. Cool. Giant bucket of those on the corner of the table. Fucking no one didn't stop at our table. No one fucking bought anything, but they were. It's like the free coffee. It's like a good gimmick gets people. Cause they're like, oh, mint. I should have charged for the mints. I would have made. We probably could have paid for the hotel room. It's like, um, is the mint. How much mint for mint for mint? They've been like a dollar. So give me a fucking dollar. It's like, nah, it's free. Check out the books. They're like, nah, cool. Thanks for the mint. It's the business of show, man. You need – all right. So you have too many good products now. You have full table, so you don't – but in case, look into fucking, you know, those like coffee solo cups. There's no doubt you couldn't put like Palooka on. You can have them printed, right? Oh, shit, and you sure, have one yeah. carafe of just black fucking road stop coffee. You have one carafe of fucking hot water and a couple boxes of tea. You could probably you can print anything on anything. Case you can have a bowl of mints and you can put your Civil War characters. You can have them yeah. printed on M and M's for fuck's sake. There's no I way know, you can't like, have them printed on mints. How crazy shit has gotten now? Where you can you have can anything have on anything. Any yeah no like the gimmicks gimmicks abound like you can oh, yeah. do. But oh, you, I saw your table. Like, that's you better had a good than a table. Bag, you must have had a good a weekend. nice cup, a nice Palooka cup. That would be very cool. That would be very, very cool. Uh, no, it's good. It was cool. It's like one of those things. I will say, I think it was Ash and I were talking. I was like, I think it was COVID. Probably 
broke people of this habit that I fucking despised working cons is like I don't mind looky loos. Like I don't mind you walking. Yeah. I don't mind you looking at shit, touching shit. Of course. Shit. I encourage it, please. Shit. If you're yeah. gonna stop, please pick it up. Like you made the effort to stop. It's it got something clicked in your brain. Um but I will say it has lost like what used to happen is you'd have these like sort of like wraith like creature people who just come by and like touch fucking everything and don't and you can see in their face if you work enough cons you're like i can see in your face your you're pockets not are full of of moths <laughs> and empty wallets and you're not you're not buying anything you just you for whatever reason because you paid the entrance fee and in this case this con is free so i thought it was going to be fucking open season for the escape mental patients because sure, it's of a course. free thing right um to just like you know s- snotty nose always red eyes like <laughs> just touch everything and when you try to engage them like i like to let people step up and if they looking at something i give them a little bit of background like hey this is this and yeah, yeah this of course is that and you know but like because that's how i like to walk up to a booth um but you can see in their fucking eyes like they have no intention no desire of yeah. buying anything all they're like what is this? is this can i take this is this free oh yeah and then they go and they futz with everything they futz with fucking everything it's like why did you touch Every piece of thing on my table with no intent, not even like the look. It's like we talked about that story of the fucking Hollywood video in Minneapolis. Oh, with yeah. The Beetlejuice. Where are just like you open it, but don't open it with the intent to look at it. Yeah, you just you're not open even... it to pretend because it's a that's weird motion. You... Oh, magazines need to be open. So I open and then I shot. Mm-hmm. I was like, why did you do that? You didn't look at it. You didn't even take the time. But I will say, COVID, maybe COVID. That's Anybody nice. that walked up to the table, touched it, looked, they may, may or may not have bought something, and then they took a card with the intent, possibly, in the future. Intent, yeah. Uh, and that's all I can ask for. So that kind of was the con, like, a hot five minutes of, like, oh, cool, people, 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 and then 55 minutes of just hanging out. Yeah. Cool. So it's one of those things. It's like it's fun. I love doing it, but it is like, like Ash and I just talked for hours last night because she was like, "How was it?" Like, because her and Harvey came and went because the actual con was like fifteen minutes away from our house. Nice. And Harvey was kind of fussy the first day, so they didn't really hang out much. Sure. Um, no, it was good. It was fun. Well, you it's were fun, holding yeah, down there's a Ohio. lot of internal, internal time just sitting. That's good, man. You were you were repping Blue Juice, Ohio. Flanagan mm-hmm. went to like Flanagan. his first con in years. Boy, I know, I saw that in I Florida. Like, I heard that on the podcast. Like thunder, that don't is you, fucking cool. Uh, him uh, and get him down in Orlando. Oh, of course, get him. Glad I drove him. Someone's got to drive. You uh, people probably throw. Wow, this Casey. What's the number one fucking draw? At the South Dakota fucking state fair conventions to a booth, yardsticks. Oh, fucking Get a nice fucking set of yardsticks printed. Oh, fuck yeah. I remember getting a collapsible one, and I was like, Oh, those are... Humans have reached the pinnacle of 
Wow, I haven't thought about a collapsible yardstick. Collapsible yardstick. Oh, I was I was just gonna say I'm gonna Amazon a club, but it's not the same if you pay for it. No, it's gotta, it's gotta be, be free. free. It's gotta be a free. In that freebie yard, like oh, that's so good. Actually, I love that idea of just getting like fifty yardsticks because no one will get the reference but you and I and Timmy. Prob. I don't think I think that's a very specific Midwest thing. But I would say it's a you get a yardstick, but put a hilt on it. Because Ooh, that's, that's I used it as a fucking sword. Oh, that's all they were for. That's we're just fucking beating on your brothers. Are yardsticks like the greatest on. idea though? Because a yardstick doesn't go in a drawer and you forget about Can't. it. Where do you put a yardstick? It always ends up leaning in a corner a garage somewhere, or a shed, or like your, or your standing closet. behind your couch because you can't put it under anything, and you always end up just I using mean, it as a rake. You only need a foot. To measure, it's, it's, but you got it's three. In the, so it's in the name. It. It's one yard's worth of space, so it can't fit in a drawer. You got a ruler, next, and then oh, it's big nice. enough. That space next between the fridge and the wall, yes, that's where a lot that. of those... Yeah. But, and probably the, got 50 the, yards worth of yardsticks there. The print of them, big enough to like... What, what, what? Where'd you get a yard... Who's got a yardstick anymore? What is this? I got it at a con. That's really weird. What is this? <laughs> you know, it says person of merit. That's like... Knights of the Fifth Dimension yardstick. You're like, what the fuck? That's that's. There's something. There's something. Just put there. dream big on it. Like make it. I'm with you. That's a good gimmick. I like that. A nice yardstick. But yeah, it has to have a little hilt. So it's like, is it a sword? Is it not a sword? No, Just, it's a yardstick. But I everybody mean, only uses yardsticks to fucking beat on each other. That's or just, colorize it so it looks like a lightsaber. That's just an amazing invention in general just to sell. Sword yeah. yardsticks. Trademark. Yeah, just... Mag, do you need to come in? Come in. Did I lock the door? <laughs> I locked the door. One second. She's going to Zach Moses her way into this fucker. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you shitting in there? I'm coming in. Oh, in a few minutes? Okay. Yeah, sorry. No, that's all right. Perfect. Oh we man, to, the pod is important. What's up, Meg? Uh, it's a thousand degrees in here. You want to come say hi to Uncle Case? We're hitting that mark, man. Yeah, it's perfect. AC guy knows what to do. So I gotta wait till that pod's done. Say hi. Hi, cutie. Hi, little guy. You want you want the headphones to say? He's gonna talk to you. How are you? You can answer him. He can hear you. Yeah. You good? Is it hot in your house? Is it a hot one for you guys? Talk. It is, yeah. He can hear you. Oh, there's nothing. nothing. Say, <laughs> say, say bye bye. Bye. Bye, buddy. <laughs> I asked her if it was hot, and that's when she went, mm. Oh, that mm. was that answer. That was yeah, the, uh uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I think we uh, hit a yeah. bunch of marks. I got to get an, oh, an totally, AC yeah. fixed. Thank God. I, I was going to say, the pretzel, the Harpo marks. Oh, the best part was uh, we were driving up to the con, and I was like, I don't know who did it first, but we'll see who stands down. Because, like I said, it was on the fairgrounds. Across the street from us was a fucking gun show. Perfect. Oh, we were talking about gun shows. And then you have Comic-Con. I know, I should have walked across the street. Get me a snake charmer. (laughs) Oh, Casey, we can close on this. I'm putting it out there because I don't want anybody Uh to go. Empty skeletons in my closet when I run for office in New York. 
I officially signed. We officially signed our lease for New York yesterday, and a Resident. new amendum, amendum, in <laughs> New York, at least city. It. I had to sign happening. that I ref- would not smoke in our apartment within fifteen feet of an entrance of our apartment or in the garden area of our apartment. And Casey, when I tell you, my hands shook with rage. <sighs> I signed it. I know I'm a hypocrite. But that is out there. not. A bar. That is not a bar. Yeah, you're right. I wouldn't smoke. You in gotta my house attach that smoke thing to when they like reevaluate the liquor laws in New York. That's how you get in. You're like, I'm attaching smoke into this liquor, so they can't oh, I not pork belly vote it. for it. Pork belly. Pork. There you go. Well, I'm just putting it out get there. Your folks. three piece suit. I'm saying Hans Tweed. Hansy Tweed. Get a big no, old. I'm sorry. It can't be Hans. It has to be Dolph. Dolph. Dolph Tweed. Tweed. Change my name. No, I'm holding on to it. I'm going to be, no, I'm one name. Call me Mangle. I'm not ashamed. I'm running as Mangle. Yeah, I'm not ashamed. <laughs> Hans Mangle Fry. H. Mangle It's not bad. Not yes, bad you, You're all. like fucking Johnny Bench with those baseballs between his fingers, but between every finger is a cigar. Oh, yeah. He's never not smoking, this guy. Always got a Winston. We better, since we're talking politics, we better close on, uh, yep. Casey, a little info, which president, this is so, (laughs) which president generally rejected meat and preferred fish? Okay. Ooh. I'll give you the description. Yep. This president did not refuse to eat meat out of some principle or scruple. Rather, it was that he couldn't chew beef very well with his ill-fitting dentures. He did not miss meat in his daily fare because he preferred fish, particularly trout, of course, like Gollum, and especially the salt codfish that swam in the Chesapeake Bay and the Potomac waters near his oh, estate. That's GW. Not only did he have gross fucking dentures, he only he, ate trout. He's like a he's fucking- a man who- He's a man who needed a lutefisk in his life. Oh, yeah, he was slurping down. That's salted cod, basically. Boiled, non-fit, of a stinky, non-thing. How bad did he smell? He, But he was also so big. So you know, that's a lot of flesh. Yeah. A lot of, like, he had to just, he smelled like an old, like a landfill. Like a barn. You smell like, no, you no. smell like a fish hatchery. <laughs> just sucking down fish, just wearing nothing but thick wools. And he ate a lot of like pudding, right? Chocolate and pudding. Because and... his teeth are so in his breath. So you you got your breath piping out champagne. Whatever stank you got. Yeah, no and then good. yeah, like trying to mask it with a nice like fucking what is that sweet wine? Yeah, I love port, sweet like wines. ports. He's gross. Our first present was fucking. A gross. He's a monster, man. He's a monster. Truly like seven a monster. foot tall, strong mm. as a fucking ox. Big wit- like- witch's teeth. <laughs> like he's like a he looks like one of the fucking crypt keeper four. Like he should be the fourth keeper. He had very cellulitic hips, I picture. Oh, he had I very oh, strange man. hips. Birthing Despite hips. being that big, he's probably very soft. Very, yes. Like that oh. purpley. Oh, yeah. That purple he's cellulite. Soft as fish the... flesh. Oh, that's what he consumed. Oh, my teeth are so. He's one of those guys, like back in high school, like the big guy, you're like, you could hear all the old dads being like, 
oh shit, he's big and strong. He should play football debate team. Yeah, I know. I was just going to say he loved chemistry. His dad doesn't live with him anymore, I guess. We're going to lose him to the drama club. Son of a... Uh, <laughs> we need that Washington on the football team. Uh, oh, With his buckled shoes. I wanted to call back because I kept thinking I wanted to go to New York. It's or go a tie New York into what you experienced. Was it? Oh, would it have been okay for you to sidestep out of line? This guy was like one or two mm-hmm. people ahead of you, and go. You don't need a stir stick. Move along. Or would I, that have created an came, animosity? Uh, it would have. It was too early in the day. The guy had an ice print. He had his lanyard. I knew he was also in the show. Gotcha. My lanyard was on. He was masked. Mm. I was not. Mm. So he's a very particular person. Yeah. What I wanted to do was like, it's mixed. It's fucking mixed. I think I said it under my breath. I was like, that fucking cough is mixed. It's you're mixed. You're mixed. As she went back for the second time, I th- he heard me mutter and looked and I was like, I should have just said it but like that's too far because we're all in this together no but yeah i did and then there was right last thing about the con there was (laughs) just i was like this is a jp sketch which the second day harvey and ash came back and we hung out for most of the day they had a um twitch live drawing demo Mm -hmm. i was like oh cool harvey's gonna love this because when there was nothing going on for she is certainly my daughter and my wife's daughter. She was like, that stage is empty. I'm on it. Oh, yeah. Sure, of course. Run up the steps on the stage, pirouette, doing a dance, doing like a weird monologue to herself. We're like, okay, you got to get off the stage because these guys have set up their gear. They're doing a, a show. Mm-hmm. And it was a Twitch show of a live drawing. And I was fucking cheesing out, Hans. Because one guy... It's like, can I get a suggestion from the audience? Oh, God. And then Harvey was like, snake. It's like, great, snake. Anyone else? Cat. Okay. Uh, Location. Castle. And then he goes. And then starts to draw. And I was like, that's cool. Live drawing demo. And it's projected. So he's drawing on his computer. And it's projected. And then he, but he has a, he has the fucking side handle. So you're drawing and then I'm sitting next to you going, snake, put a sweater on him. So it was this like improv drawing thing, except because it's, because it's drawing, it takes a while. So they get like this hot pop of like, they're talking and there were people sitting there like, Hey man. Cool. Oh, you said castle? A vampire hamster? You got it. And then 20 minutes of silence as obviously you have to render a vampiric hamster. And this guy goes, "Uh uh-huh. Oh, nice teeth. Cool. Yeah. Great, bro. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. A week after he saw the Ultimate Warrior documentary on Hulu, Hans Mangle Freiwald, a major in the South Carolina 2nd Toiletry Volunteers, wrote back through time to himself at 10 years old. May the 26th, 2022, Charleston, SC.
Dear Young Hans, The indications are very strong that I shall move on from this topic in a few days, but lest I should not be able to write through time to you again, I feel impelled to write a few lines that may fall under your eyes when I am no more. The ultimate warrior is a racist! Hans Mango Frywald was killed a week later at the first battle of Bull Run when he got a Hogan leg drop from a confederate child. We love you and there's nothing you can do about it.